Insanity James, Episode 1. Strap yourselves in. I don't know what the hell this is. What a time to be alive. Hello, what's going on? <laughs> okay, I'm currently in a room. There are three other people in the room with me. They don't have mics. I'm testing out this shit before we get the proper convos with Gem and I going because Gem's busy today. So I'm testing out stuff, making sure everything's working fine, which I fucking think it is. Looks like shit's going on on the laptop. Big fucking red bars and shit. Kicks ass. Right, nice. So... This is Ayatollah Dynamite, which is a podcast that Gem and I used to do many years ago. It's been three years since we did the last one because of COVID and everyone having stuff to do, getting jobs, growing up, doing shit like that. And uh, now we're here, we're back again because to our great surprise, people fucking asked where this went because they found it interesting to listen to. So now we're bringing it back because why the fuck not? There's nothing else going on. I'm not in Sudan. There's people getting their balls blown off down in Sudan. I'm not there. I'm just here. In the fucking island, the UK, where shit is not going good. But uh, maybe we'll talk about that later. I don't know. I should probably start this off by giving a little background as to how this fucking mad bullshit started with the Ayatollah Dynamite, which was originally a radio show called The Chat with Geronimo that was started before I got to uni, one year before I got to uni, and then I got to UEA. And I met a bunch of cool people, and then I was introduced to people when I got there as the gem of first year. And I was like, fuck this man, my name's not gem, I'm dry. They're kind of three letters, makes a lot of sense. But it's different shit, but anyway. Uh, then that came to be, and then I met gem, and gem's a funny guy. I had a lot of fun with him. Got into a lot of crazy shit with gem. I mean, a classic example of my relationship with gem is one day I was doing work that I had to do. And it was going well. And then he came up to me and asked if uh, he wanted to go and smoke opium. Which was a little different for me because I don't do any drugs. So when a guy you kind of know comes up to you and asks if you want to do opium. Uh, you're not supposed to say yes. I didn't know, obviously, because I'm, <laughs> I'm not fucking out of my mind. I'm fucking 23 now. So I was like 20 then. 19. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? What year is it? It's 2023. I just talked to Jem and I thought the year was 2022. But maybe that's what the pandemic did. Maybe it just fucking scrambled my nut up in my fucking brainscape and now everything's screwed. Maybe it's not. No, probably everything's fine. Don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that, even though I laughed, which makes it sound like I totally do believe it. Um, yeah, so I met him then and we got into all sorts of crazy adventures and arguments, like cartoonish shit. Meeting people on the side of the road, meeting people at parties that I'd never met before who were like, hey, we listen to the radio show, which was wild because I didn't fucking know anybody I went there the same time as everyone else so I got you know you go to uni and you're like oh fuck I've never met any of these people before what do I do I'm gonna die holy shit what if this is the end of my life and then you meet people and you're like oh shit actually everyone else is just as fucking scared of this as me so you try and do what you can to help so I had everyone in my flat every Tuesday which <laughs> fucking kicked ass it was good fun I had a lot of fun pying I drank a lot which was cool that's kind of what you do at uni I guess not everyone does it you don't have to do it it's part of the culture I don't know if it's part of the culture now I don't go to uni anymore I'm fucking 23 I finished I have an MFA I'm a smart motherfucker I know shit now apparently I mean technically I have the papers for it I don't know if the paper means shit Yeah, I mean another guy could print out a piece of paper but who fucking knows at this point anyone can do anything they want look at 
fucking Russia and the Ukraine. That's fucked. Can't do anything because they'll nuke the shit out of somebody if we do something. So we'll just keep throwing shit at it until it works. But then again, they don't pay me to comment on the Russia-Ukraine scenario. They, you know, I'm fucking sitting here. I have a piece of cake. I like eating cake. Maybe you can hear me eating the cake right now. Fucking sweet ass piece of cake. Having a piece. I hope all of you out there are having a piece of cake too. I don't fucking know. None of these guys here have a piece of cake with me. I didn't offer them, to be fair, but that's how the world works. Why should I give them any of the cake? It's my fucking cake. <laughs> it's my cake. Why should I offer it to them? No, that's what cruel people do. I did offer them the cake, but they said no. Now they're just sat here opposite the table looking at me, sort of slightly smirking at things I say. Which is, you know, a normal way to talk to people, I guess. It's like doing comedy. I like doing comedy a lot because of that. You just go up and tell stories and stuff and have a good time. It's the only place where I feel alive, technically. Like, I know where I exist when I do comedy. Otherwise, I just sort of hang about. I'm like, oh, fuck. The news is on 24-7 about everything sucks. Somebody's dead. Somebody's killed another guy. A lot of kids killing kids recently, which is fucking wild to me. Because I'm a kid who didn't kill any kids. But I'm sure many people were kids that didn't kill any kids. But, you know, you wake up in the morning and like, another day on planet Earth. And then you find out from the BBC News that... A 13-year-old stabbed an 11-year-old and you're like, oh, holy shit, maybe the stuff ain't going right. But who knows, anyway, I guess a couple more years, Tory government or whatever, or maybe a Labour government, or... I don't know, none of this really matters anymore. It's all the same thing, I guess. We should elect... Who the fuck should we elect? Uh, we should elect Joe Biden to be... We should elect Joe Biden to be the next uh, Prime Minister of the UK if he loses for the next presidential debate. Because that'd be funny. No one would expect it. Because currently it was Rishi Sunak and Keir Starmer. Two fucking old guys who don't know shit. One of them's... I didn't vote for him. That's the thing I clocked the other day as well. He's doing all this dumb shit and in my brain I was like, well, fucking, I didn't vote for him. But then I remembered nobody fucking voted for him. The party that was voted for voted for him, which... Doesn't seem fair, but um, hey, what the fuck are we going to do? I'm just some guy. <laughs> I make people laugh and people pay me to do it. And sometimes I do it for charity and that's what I'm good at. So unless I, I don't know, I could go and burn down the Houses of Parliament. But I feel like Guy Fawkes tried to do that shit. And nobody really gives a shit about Guy Fawkes anymore. People like fireworks, but Guy Fawkes didn't invent fireworks. The fucking Chinese invented fireworks. And look at them now. They got a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the Chinese do. I'm not Chinese. I don't live there. I could live there. Well, I don't know if they'd let me live there. I don't know what they do. I don't. I can't decide for them. That's up to them to decide, I guess. I wouldn't really want to live in China because I don't like planes for one, so I don't like going anywhere on planes. I'll go to Scotland on a plane because it's like usually an hour long. And I know what I'm getting into. But um, I don't like planes because one time I was on a plane when I was young to America... And they said it was going to crash. So everyone started freaking out. And there were like women. And there was, I distinctly remember there was a guy a couple of rows ahead of me with two kids, a guy and his wife. And they were holding each other and they were like saying the Lord's Prayer and saying that they were going to meet each other in heaven when this was over. And I was just some guy. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? These guys are praying to the Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Mother, Savior above that they meet each other in heaven. And I'm like, oh, sick, dude. I'm on my own. I'm even sat away from people I know. I was sat between these two black guys who were brothers, conveniently. So they were finding all... They weren't panicking or anything. They were just like... They were going like, this sucks, man. We're all going to die. 
the same fare and was stuck between there it was quite a harrowing experience well, it wasn't harrowing it was enlightening because I was sort of like okay well if I die on this plane then I'll die but I'll be dead so I won't know I'm dead and then I won't have to get on another plane if the plane crashes because <laughs> I'll be fucking dead so I can't get on the plane so that's why I don't like planes that's my interesting story about how I don't like planes even though really nobody gives a shit because normal people will just go on a plane and then go to sleep and then when they wake up it lands but my thought is what if I go to sleep on the plane and then it doesn't land and then I have to wake up and it's just going down it's going down it's going timber that's that song fucking Kesha wrote that song didn't she was Pitbull in that song probably I don't fucking know what's Pitbull up to Mr. Worldwide big fucking shiny dome piece of a head okay facial hair pretty slick dresser I don't know who tailors him but I could find out probably I could probably go online and find out not that it really matters anything to me because this is just <laughs> this is just me doing a test pod probably for like I don't fucking how long I'm going to do it I just I'm doing what I do when I do st- this is basically what happens in my brain whenever I do stand up I get up and I'm like I go what the fuck is going on and then my brain goes go and then I go so this is what I'm doing and I was actually just on the phone to Jem about I was supposed to record this with Jem at 1pm but then uh, he just, just remembered that he wasn't actually here he was on a train which sounds like poor pre-planning to me but then again Jem's an idiot So, uh, and I've known him a long time so I can call him an idiot most people who know Jem who might even have known him less than me would call him an idiot but uh, that's because he is and he can't help it just how a bumblebee can't help being a bumblebee a bumblebee doesn't know when it stings somebody it dies a bumblebee's probably just waiting for that moment where as soon as it stings someone they're like I've never done this before I wonder what will happen and then they die so at least we're not bumblebees at least we know we're humans and we can walk and talk and dictate wars and stuff and go and go to Vietnam <laughs> we can go to Vietnam burn villages down and shit and cut people's heads off and then come back and be like I think I'm gonna need you to go work at McDonald's for a couple of years because normal people can't deal with you looking far off into space and thinking about what you did that one time and that's uh, you know that's the reality of life and I've been reading a lot about war recently I've always read about war I've been interested by it because I've done history as long as I can remember since you get to obviously when you get to school you do history and then you get to choose it GCC and A level and I always did that but I guess the downplay of that part of learning history is the way it's examined because the way they examine history is answer these questions for 16 points and I'm not good at that I can't I have an improv brain so if you have to get me to learn a paragraph to write down I'm fucked so I just like talking about stuff that's what I like about history you can just meet anyone and they'll be like do you like history? yeah what do you like? I like this sweet I'll talk about it so but a lot of history you're taught at the minute is very by the books and it's pre-planned because they need to be able to teach you what people want they, what people want you to know and stuff like that which is always different I'm going to take a sip of water water water's sick man water kicks ass stay well hydrated I drink 8 litres of water a day and I think it helps my brain quite a lot but also at the same time water could be very dangerous like if you're living in the ice caps melting at the minute you probably don't look at water and thinking of it of a, as a sort of refreshing beverage you probably think holy fuck my house was under there a week ago <laughs> and now I'm going to die but then again there's probably a polar bear thinking that so the polar bear knows they like the way government talks about how this works is the like they say stuff and they're like fucking polar bear doesn't know I know, but Polar Bear doesn't know. Polar Bear's the one who's got to deal with it. He doesn't know. 
Paul Bear eats fucking fish and seals and shit. He doesn't. Paul Bear doesn't get up and say, "Holy shit, I saw the BBC News today," and <laughs> they said everything's fucked. The polar bear just goes, Rah. I don't know. I might. I don't know what polar bears do because I'm just. <laughs> I just. Uh, I'm a human. Supposedly. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm a robot. Could be a robot. That's what made us laugh when we did the radio show when we were at UEA, when Jim and I did that radio show. Is that the whole time we were at UEA, that we were paid by the Chinese to spy on art students. So we'd give them secrets about people. Like sometimes they don't eat all day and they drink like iced coffee. And then the Chinese government went, why? Surely you need to eat food to survive. And they're like, no, no, the point's not about enjoying the thing. It's the caffeine in it that makes you, you know, feel a little less hungry. So you can keep a stage worthy appearance. And then <laughs> the Chinese go, we didn't pay you to talk about this. We, we want government secrets. And then Jem sort of went a little crazy and then they stopped replying to our messages and then we kept messaging them being like hey Chinese government are you there and they went they just uh, at the end of the day they stopped responding so we thought maybe we're too good at our job so we just kept going but uh, we used to do this show on UEA Live <laughs> we used to do this show on UEA Livewire Radio but then we got banned from UEA Livewire Radio because it was fucking rebel rock pirate radio boys we say whatever the Hell comes to our brains at first time, and then, uh, I mean, this I'll probably edit afterwards, but when we did it on the radio, it was live. So we did it in the UEA Livewire studio, and then there were people below in a place called The Hive, where you could, I don't know, I didn't really fucking go to The Hive. Sometimes you had to meet people in The Hive if you had to talk about plays and shit, but it was usually the same sort of, hey, do you know how to do this? And you're like, yeah, probably. I mean, I wouldn't, if I... I, if I, <laughs> we pre found the meeting so if you came here and said do you know this and I went no I kind of look like a dumbass so I probably yeah I can probably learn it if I need to learn it I guess I don't know you know just fucking hire me to do the thing and I'll do the thing because I'm, I'm not like antisocial or nothing I'm not going to turn up and go no I'll probably go oh fuck it I can probably do that and then see how it goes from there but when we did it and it was playing I didn't know this till we did a few episodes I only learned by like the fifth episode that when we were doing it, it was coming out live to the people in the hive below, like some sort of sick World War Two form of torture, where people probably <laughs> people were probably doing an economics course, and they were like, "Oh fuck! If I fail this test tomorrow, I'm so done. I'm gonna if I don't pass the module tomorrow, then I'll fail the year, and then I'll never get that job at Goldman Sachs. And then, well, then what will I do? Then I'll have wasted my life, and I'll have to play the stock market forever, and no one will respect me." I better fucking sit down and study. And then as soon as they studied, it was just Gemini on the radio going, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? How's it hanging? What the hell's going on? What the hell? And then I did it because it was funny, the idea of doing it. But then people <laughs> people used to come up. I didn't know people. And then you'd go to a party with people you didn't know. And they'd be like, oh, shit, that's you from the radio show. <laughs> And I'd be like, oh, sick, dude. I didn't fucking know that people listened to that. And then that's how I got to know everyone who wasn't on our course at uni. Is because uh, I just do whatever. I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't kill anybody. I'm not Jack the Ripper. I might be. You don't know. Nobody caught him. He could still be out there. When was Jack the Ripper? I don't fucking remember dates. That's probably also why I didn't do so well in history. I can talk about history, but I don't remember the dates. Like, uh, I failed that one question in the exam because they said name seven presidents of South Africa and I was like sorry sir no can do no name no date we all know Mandela there's probably a couple ones before and after that and then uh, that's about it so see you later Jack 
and then I kept going on from there but uh, I've been reading a lot about history and other perspectives of history because I'm a fan of reading about military history and commanders and leaders and stuff like that the minute I'm I've finally gotten around to reading the <laughs> I finally got around to reading the memoirs of Ulysses S. Grant which has been quite interesting and fun to read because it's written from his perspective and he just wrote the memoir and put it out so there's no one got involved with it and censored anything they had to say so that's crazy because obviously at the minute publishers you have to put through a publisher and they'll say can't do this can't do that Matthew Perry is that his name the guy from Friends I didn't fucking watch Friends I don't really like it I didn't find it funny somebody who watches Friends is going to come <laughs> a petrol bomb my house because I said that but uh, you know it's not a bad way to go out if there was an obituary in a newspaper and you saw eight people died of natural causes and then one guy got his pet house burned down because of a petrol bomb guy who didn't like friends then you'd remember that one at least hopefully maybe maybe when you're like 63 will you still need me will you still feed me maybe when you're like 63 you get dementia you forget the name of your loved ones but you're like oh fuck remember that guy who died when the petrol bomb hit his house I don't know but um yeah he just had to omit something from his autobiography about Keanu Reeves because he was being mean to him for no reason which is good of him, I guess. He could have just been like, yeah, fuck this, I'm going to leave it in. But he's taken it out. Obviously, it's not out forever, because whoever bought the first editions of the book, it's going to be in there. It's going to be like, how really, you can't delete anything. Everything's out there. Someone will find it. Somewhere. <laughs> Everyone knows. Everyone finds out everything about everything eventually, so what's the point of being fucking hard-ass about it? But, um... I think Ulysses Grant said he was going to war, and he was scared about going to war because it was one of the first battles he did it was after the Mexican war so obviously he'd had experience in the war but leading troops he went to fight a much greater army against him in terms of numbers and he was panicking the whole time and scared that things would go wrong for him and by the time he got there the enemy wasn't there and the enemy just ran away because they got scared and then one of the lessons he learned for the future is people are just as scared of you as you are of them which is a universal truth I guess because I find that a lot in comedy is the classic symptom of comedy is <laughs> the classic symptom of comedy is that people will turn up and to see comedy and they bought tickets to see comedy so they're going to get involved with comedy but they're deadly afraid of the front row so nobody sits in the front row but you can't start the show until the front row is full so it's a great waiting game of finding the right concoction of person who knows what they've gotten into and accepts it compared to those who are just so afraid but they they're afraid that they're going to get picked on but the people going up on stage are getting on stage and beforehand they're going what am i doing how this is what i do this doesn't make any sense people go and work in an office block from like 10 till 5 p.m and then they go home and then they do it for the rest of their life but i go up at night time when it's dark and do 20 minutes and then I come off stage and then I go home and I feel fucking kick ass when I'm doing it and then I go home I'm like nobody knows who I am none of this matters why am I doing this sweet <laughs> but uh, that was cool when I learned that from Ulysses Escarant and uh, that rambling story I just told for the three people in the room I got two thumbs up and one thumb down so we're going to keep rolling just in case something goes wrong but fuck yeah we'll go and um figure out 
what's happening. Jem's cycling to Paris, apparently, next week. Which, I good for him, I guess. <laughs> I, I hope he has fun when he does it. I'm not cycling to Paris, because I'm not interested in it. I've never been to Paris. I've never been to Spain. But I really love the people. That's what Elvis said, didn't he? I'll cut that in maybe later. Who fucking knows? I'm eating cake again. Yeah, baby, yeah. Doing a test, doing a pod. Talking about life, talking about shit. Who knows? God. That is what assholes say. I've been to parties and shit before where people talk about how they're living life and stuff. and Life's real difficult for them and everything. You just kind of have to sit there and nod, but <laughs> you're not them, so you just have to sit there and nod and nod. The issue is that, like, because I have... Facially, you can tell when I'm... <laughs> When I'm not taking things seriously, because uh, so people caught that pretty quick, so I'm not good at hanging about and pretending that <laughs> that things are good. But we'll see how that goes. I remember COVID. Remember that people don't talk about COVID anymore because it sucked. People don't want to remember COVID. I don't really want to remember COVID either. I mean, if you remember, big fans of the pod, the old fucking one of you, maybe two. Who knows? There's a couple out there somewhere. <laughs> On Mars, with Elon Musk, with a big fucking rocket that exploded. Even though he said it didn't explode. He said it fucking terminally decommissioned itself. Or something like that, which, you know, kicks ass. I saw a lot of people making jokes about that. A lot of people did, within the first 24 hours of that happening. They just said stuff and like, oh, you know, I got fired from my job. But actually, I was terminally disassembled. And You see the joke. It was good. You know, how it is. I don't know how it is. I'm just here talking about fucking complete random bullshit. Chatting. Just chatting with the chatting with the boys. Chatting with the guys. Uh, what have I been... Yeah, this is weird. I didn't talk about that. The last time we did this pod was April 2020, which was the start of COVID, pretty much. And then we haven't... We've been busy, which is wild. You don't think. When you're young, you're like, three years is so long. You can do anything in three years. I could run to Guatemala and back four million times in three years. And your brain goes, fuck yes, dude. Yes, you could. You're 12. You can do anything. You can breathe in space without a helmet if you try hard enough, if you believe hard enough. And then you go, fuck yeah, brain. I believe in brain. When you get older, brain does less stupid shit like that. So then you have to worry. You have to worry about other stuff. When you're young, brain is king. When you get old, like brain isn't the only thing you listen to. The heart comes into it. And legs and like legs would definitely not do this. I should not do this. Hey, hey, hey! Remember that party? You should remember that party when you went uh, up that tall thing. When you went on that guy's roof, you shouldn't jump off the roof. And when you're young, you go screw that, man. I'm gonna jump off the roof. Brain says, why the hell wouldn't I jump off the roof? But when you're old, you go. Brain says, jump off the roof. But legs go, legs go, that's bad. Like, long term, legs says no. Leg votes no. So you go, shit, legs are right. Listen to legs. And brain goes, yeah, that doesn't make actually a lot of sense. Just don't listen to me. So that's that's how brain, you got to listen to brain. Brain is good. Legs, mm -mm, legs good. Arms good. Heart, definitely good. Listen to heart. Heart, I learned about panic attacks the other day. I thought I was invincible. I thought I would live forever and that I was like king of the ring, but I'm not king of the ring. It turns out when you have a panic attack, it sucks. Panic attack. I thought I was having a heart attack for two weeks to like to the degree where I thought this is it. Every night, I'd be, this is it. This is the end. I'm so done for. 
but then you learn how to deal with it. You you know you read about you do what everybody does. You Google how to fix heart attack, not heart attack, feeling. You know how to fix heart attack, how to fix panic attack, and they'll give you all this sort of crazy shit online from all realms of believability. So some guy you don't know will be like, you should hum, and I'll go, I don't want to do that. And another guy will go, you should breathe, and he'll be like, I already fucking do that, dumbass. Do you think I've been doing? Alive 23 years, you think I haven't been fucking breathing? You think I didn't know about breathing? In and out? One, two, three, four, five, six? Whatever count you want to do. That's what they used to do at uni. All the actors and actresses, they do their vocal stuff. And people, <laughs> and people would inhale steam, and you'd be like, hey, what are you doing? And they'd be like, I'm inhaling steam for the role. For the role. For the part of a lifetime. You're like, part of a lifetime? It's fucking Tuesday night. There's 14 people in the audience. And we know them all. Fucking Oprah isn't there. Gandhi ain't out there. Good thing Gandhi wasn't out there because Gandhi's a pervert. You used to be able... You couldn't say that before. You couldn't say Gandhi was a pervert, but he was. If you look Gandhi up. That brings me back. That's what I was fucking talking about is the other side of history and how I like reading about military history, but victory is often, you know, a biased thing because whoever wins writes about the event. So I've been recently learning about the people who lost all the wars and why the wars started and Native American wars and the thing that led me up to it is because I read a book about Custer and the Little Bighorn and how it was the great last stand of Custer and he's a sort of American hero and he's gone down in mythos as this great general but actually he was he was kind of an asshole and then well he wasn't kind of an asshole he massacred Indians for a living so he was an asshole I didn't massacre an Indian I am an Indian not Native American half Indian but um yeah he was just sort of everyone was really proud of him and then he's this hero who died a hero's death but actually people did a bunch of research into it and he didn't he he the story is that he died on last stand hill and with his men and they all went out in a blaze of glory and they killed as many indians the savage indian as they could but then it turns out that they they didn't do that actually they ran away they were cornered and they all knew they were fucked so they ran away and then they ran into a ditch and then the Indians shot them in a ditch which I think is fine because they drove them from their lands it's called the Great Indian Wars man there was no need to have an Indian war they just didn't like people of culture being around who owned land they needed to sell the land to make money so some guy somewhere said hey go kill them and then people in the army went okay it's my job to do it so I'll do it so that's my little portion on American history for you. Not intense, just something chill, just something to think about. That was a documentary that was on a couple of months ago as well, on HBO, is to exterminate all the brutes. That's good if you want to learn about inlaid extinction events into man's brain and how it's done. Not in a creepy way, in an intellectual way. And... Um, Yeah. What have I been doing for eight months? Because I did an MFA. That was cool. Now I'm an MFA. I guess. <laughs> Not, that, <laughs> Not that I go around everywhere going, hey, I'm an MFA. I just go, hey, I'm dry. Because people can't pronounce my last name or my middle name. And it causes a lot of problems structurally. Because I can't be bothered to explain it to people anymore. A lot of people would be like, hey, you should stand up for yourself and tell people how it's pronounced because it's your name but also 
when you have to do it like every interaction it just gets boring and people Jai is a lot easier to explain because it's three letters and it's a lot shorter so but um, I've been working at a comedy club for eight months which has been great I've had a lot of fun there it's sort of an ideal job for me because I like comedy and I do comedy so it's better than working in a fucking bank not that there's anything wrong with working in a bank of course well to me there is it sounds fucking really boring I guess everyone's money is there, but is it actually there? Does money exist anymore? I don't think there's no gold behind any of the money anymore. Money's just a number on a screen, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe money is a thing because they didn't want a cashless society, but then what's everybody going to do who's collects pennies? How are you going to collect pennies if there's no more pennies? Some people, that's their shit. Some people wake up and they're like, oh, they're fucking, they minted a new penny. I got to put that in the book. And they spend £20 on it and put it in the book. And then four years later, they forget about it and open it up. And they're like, this is fucking sick, dude. Look at all these pennies. Remember that time I used to collect pennies? All my friends are dead. I'm 73. But I used to collect pennies. That was cool. Remember? Remember when I wasn't old? Remember when I was young and I did stuff? And life wasn't scary. And I didn't have to pay bills. And you remember, I didn't have to... Get... <laughs> I didn't have to get up every morning and be like, Oh, dude, I have X amount of money, which is my worth. And to live, I have to spend it. But I can't make any because I'm a fucking moron. I, can't. <laughs> I just fucking sit here. With, I just eat cake and talk into microphones and make people laugh. And sometimes, you know, I do it for charity. I like doing it for charity. But, you know, just, you know, I enjoy doing it for charity the most because it's a lot of fun. Sometimes you feel a little weird if you do a gig and you bomb and then somebody gives you money. Because it's like, I didn't really earn this thing. They paid to be here and I sucked. So why are you giving me money? That's why I can't be a stockbroker or I can't. I can't be Wolf of Wall Street. I saw that movie. I can't be the guy Jordan Belmont, Belfont, Jordan DiCaprio, Leonardo Belfont, DiCaprio, Jordan Montague, DiCaprio, Clit, uh, uh, you know the movie. Margot Robbie's in it. Jonah Hill's in it. Everybody's in it. Who fucking isn't in it? I'm not in it. The person listening to this probably fucking isn't in it. But uh, that's where we get on. We're not in it. We're here. Just living life, being cool. Apart from that, you know, who knows what's going on? Fuck. It's 2023. I was born in 1999. Before 9-11 happened. There are people who go to uni now who don't remember 9-11. That's going to be crazy. I've got to go to UEA again. I've not been to UEA in quite a long time and do stand-up for lol. For charity, for Macmillan for, um, Cancer Support. And charity gig, lol, Macmillan Cancer Support, 10th of May. I think it's a 7pm. I'll check it. I put it on Instagram sometimes just to advertise it. But it should be a cool gig. I mean, I haven't... What's going to be most fun for me is that all the times I did it before, you can knew people here in the audience. But everyone I knew now has grown up and is old. And living the real life now they're not a uni anymore so they won't be there so i won't know people in the audience so it'll be a lot more like doing normal gigs than it was before which i like it adds a lot more danger to it and makes your brain work harder because it's i don't have an act i just improv i tell stories i used to tell stories before a lot but now i don't anymore <laughs> but that's how <laughs> What I just said was so fucking dumb. I, anyone could have said that. That's why I am no Aristotle. 
That's why Aristotle is dead and has a book that everyone reads all the time. And I'm alive and don't have a book. And I'm a moron. <laughs> I just fucking say shit all the time. That's what I do. I just... In my brain, I'm just doing this all the time. Which makes it really hard to concentrate. That's why I can't go to sports games or anything. Because I know that at the end of the day... Like, uh, we know a guy who likes racing. He does F1. And he likes it and he's good at it. And I'm glad he's good at it because he looks like he enjoys it. But also, my brain goes, they're going to go in a circle. And then they'd go in the circle. And then I go, sick. That took them like a minute and a half. And then you look at the clock and there's actually two hours left of this. (laughs) And brain goes, they're just going to go in a circle again. And then legs go, we should move. We can't sit here for two hours and watch them go in a circle for two hours. And then the guy next to you is like... Fuck yes, they're going in a circle again. I love it when Alonso Gospucci goes in the circle. Sponsored by Rolex. Man, I wish I had a fucking Rolex. And anyway, I'll just sit here and watch Alonso Delgado go around in a fucking circle. But God, I'm having the dream. I have to work 9 to 5 every day and sometimes feel like taking my own life. But sometimes just watching these cars chills me out. But (laughs) I can't do that. My brain goes, I saw them go in the circle already and now I'm bored. So I don't want to be here anymore. I'll go and buy food and then you go and the food's like on a stall and the stall's 18 pounds and I'm like oh man 18 pounds a lot of money Uh, I used to do a bit quite a lot based on when I was at school and I didn't know anybody and nobody really gave a shit and then I got really bored because people would (laughs) people would come up and do assemblies every day about KSI and their favourite football team and nobody gave a shit apart from like their three friends who they knew in their class so we just have to sit there and listen to them do these fucking awful assemblies about shit nobody really gave a fuck about. So I got bored and then started doing these abstract ones about... One got banned. I wasn't allowed to do one. I pitched one. Basically, this guy in my class called Charlie, who was cool, who did... Uh, <laughs> he did an assembly about nihilism and it was like well-researched, but it was depressing because it was about nihilism. And the whole time I was like, Jesus Christ, this is so fucking depressing. This sucks. And then... I pitched that after him, I would do an assembly the, <laughs> the next day called Jialism, uh, which was just basically me ripping the shit out of the idea of the people. They suck. Billy Connolly talks about it a lot as well, and I agree with him about how being a nihilist seems artsy on paper, but actually it sucks because if you go around everywhere and just go, oh, nothing matters, and then all of this, all of this is terrible, and I believe it because of X, Y, and Z. People don't want to hang out with you because then why would they? Because you want to go and just sort of go to a party and forget that your life exists and just try and have some fun. And then a guy's like, hey, remember the remember the gulags? Remember Stalin? And you're like, oh, fuck, dude. I didn't come here to think about Stalin. I came to think about maybe there's a brighter future ahead for me. Maybe I can, maybe I can be something. Maybe I can do something worthwhile that matters to people. Maybe I can do... Maybe I should... Maybe I should just keep drinking. Maybe I should drink till I pass out. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should, no, maybe, yeah, maybe I should, uh, fuck, what I was I talking about? Maybe the book thing? Yeah, Aristotle, he wrote the book and everyone read that. Well, not everybody read it, more like a couple guys read it and they talked about it and now people just Google stuff and then act like they read it, but they didn't really, they just Googled it because you can't be stupid anymore because people, <laughs> you can't be stupid and honest anymore because people will call you stupid. And you'll feel bad about yourself. So then you Google stuff all the time and act like you know stuff. And that's why people can't be cool anymore. That's why if politicians can't say, I don't know what's going on. Because then people will be like, you're a dumbass. 
So they have to go, oh, actually, everything's fine. Or they have trigger words that they can't say. So they'll just turn the in. <laughs> hey. Dude's rock. Pod's rock. Probably. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Would you go back in time and kill Hitler? That's what everyone always says. They're the classic things. When there's no stuff to say, people learn things to say. So you can talk about anything forever. Which is weird. Because I would talk to these guys in the room here. <laughs> Just quit fucking laughing at me. But uh, I would talk to them, but they don't have a mic. I'm testing this mic to see how well it's doing. Because I've not used it in a while. But I think it's doing okay. But uh, yeah, people will say stuff. Like, that's what you have to do. For comedy, if, if you die on stage on comedy, some people are good at it, they'll just stop and then they'll use that and they'll acknowledge they're dying and then the room will laugh because they get a little weird and they get a little uncomfortable and they're like, oh my God, he he's dying and we know he's dying, but he's not saying anything. I think we might've hurt his feelings. What's going on? So you can't do that really anymore or you'll bomb and people will be like, hey, this guy sucked, he bombed. So you got to be able to talk for a while about anything, which I can do. <laughs> I left a pause on purpose there for comedic effect because the joke was that I can talk forever about anything but then I stopped and that wouldn't have made me look smart that would have made me like a dum-dum which dum-dum no good brain think more brain think more speak more loud more go brain word no comprende por favor el cabrero por favor espanol my sister's doing Spanish at university and she's much smarter than me and cooler. I don't know about funnier, but she's definitely cooler and smarter than me, which I'm happy about because everybody shouldn't be smart. Everybody being smart sucks. Everyone, but When everyone is smart, then people have to be smarter than everyone else. And that ain't it, Jack. That ain't it. I'd rather have a couple dumb motherfuckers who I can just have a laugh with. And then I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying give them the nuclear codes or anything. I'm saying, you know, give them a Bud Light. Unless you don't like trans people, then don't give them Bud Light. Or if you do like trans people, give them a Bud Light. I like trans. I like everybody. I don't give a fuck who you are or what you are. Except if you're a Nazi. I don't like Nazis. Adolf Hitler can get fucked. Joseph Goebbels can get fucked. All of them can get fucked. <laughs> That's not a thing. Well, you can say that nowadays. There's a lot of stuff nowadays you can't say, but there's stuff you can say. Like, you can say you don't like Nazis. Or ISIS. ISIS is bad too. ISIS is dumb. ISIS got rid of all the smart people because they thought... That, I See, that's an example. Everyone who thinks they're smart breeds just pure idiocy because ISIS were like, everything is bad. We are good. We need to do everything because we are good. And then they got rid of everyone who knows things and now they went, how come everything sucks? How come everyone's addicted to drugs now? And they're like, because everyone who stopped people from being addicted to drugs, you killed them or you made them leave or run away. And they go, we didn't do that. We just wanted things to be cool. Remember when things were cool? Remember uh, remember the past? Remember the time when it was good and now it's bad? That's how you trick people. That's how you that's how you get people to realize that stuff is fucked. Is you don't specify anything. You just keep going. You just talk and then keep talking and hope that people don't remember the first thing you said and then they go, "Holy." And then a week later they go, "Holy shit. Remember that guy that we met? Remember the first thing he said? He said the bad thing and then everything else was kind of okay." Which made me kind of forget about it. But now we're here. Now we're good, I think. Probably. Well, I wonder where that guy is. And then the next thing you know, that guy's a beer hall. And he's leading a couple rallies. And you're there with your friends having a couple of beers. 
and you're going this guy I don't like him he's a short fella and he has a dumb fucking mustache he's got a dumb fucking stupid ass mustache <laughs> and he's short and he's pissing me off I just came here to drink a what do they drink in Germany beer I know they drink beer you fucking dumbass I'm talking about what brand of beer Bud Light I bet they bought they, yeah, they, uh, yeah yeah that, now we're going somewhere I bet that there were some guys at the Munich beer putch and they were drinking Bud Light and they had the trans on the can the trans can the Trans Am Cam, Breaker Breaker 1-9, this is a big rattle rocket on the road. We'll be A449, 249, Hoot Squeet, that's right, C in 50. But their Bud Light Can Man can plan to run to Japan. But they didn't run to Japan. Japan surrendered in the war because they dropped the fucking bomb on them. They turned them to dust. People became shadows. People... People don't remember that enough. People don't think about that enough. People go to bed and they're like, I saw Love Island and there were people on there and they're cool. And I think, I don't know if I'm like them, but watching them is interesting. It's like watching rats in a cage, but less inhumane because they look like me and they say stuff like me. But but I don't do that. I go to bed and then sometimes I'll be like, holy shit, some people are ash on a wall like you can see their shadow and it's there and uh, we did that a human did that to another guy and not just guys uh, children (laughs) and people on the ground and that's fucked up and that's what i think about all the time stuff like that i I, sometimes i'm thinking about everything all the time and then my brain goes just quit quit thinking and then and then i go no i'm not gonna do that i need to just fucking ride this out i need to think keep thinking about stuff all the time keep I know the guy said I know the guy said that one time that thing about you remember remember like four years ago when that guy when that when that lady said that thing about the guy to you and and you just sort of kept nodding but and you didn't think it would hit you but it's been five years and now you think about it all the time why'd you do that also uh how much is a Freddo now I used to do an assembly on that I mentioned that <laughs> like fucking 40 minutes ago <laughs> But I did a thing about the price of Freddo where I looked up a bunch of facts that didn't mean anything to me about numbers and how numbers are important and about money and stuff. And I equated how nothing really matters because a, a Freddo used to be like 15p or something like that. It might have been less. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Maybe I'll edit a Freddo add-in or some shit like that. I, I might be too lazy to do that. I don't know. I, might, I don't have a Freddo. If I had a Freddo, I'd eat it now because I fucking love them. They're so tasty. I had a freaking egg for Easter with little Freddo men in it. And I crushed the egg on my head and then ate it. Like a caveman would, or an ape, or a chimp, or a orangutan. But an orangutan is a little, he's a classy kind of fella. He's orange and he thinks. And in those movies that Matt Reeves made about the planet of the ape, where the ape learns, the ape feels like us. The ape sees what we do and the ape will not stand for it. So he. He rides a horse <laughs> and he gets a gun and he goes. He just leaves. The apes go and they live and they do pretty well. And then we could have just left them. We could have just left them to go and live in the movie. They just could have left them. But then they came and they tried to kill him. And they they shot the ape with a gun. Woody Harrelson shot the ape with the gun. And that was not cool. It was not cool at all, man. This... This will not stand, stand, man. This, you know, this, 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 this is no bueno. I have, watch out, I have a beverage here, man. That's the Big Lebowski. I like that movie a lot.
I think about the Big Lebowski all the time because it matters to me. I think about stuff that matters to me all the time. But then, like I said just a second ago, I think about stuff that doesn't matter all the time as well. Like, uh, why do birds suddenly appear every time that you're near? Just like me, you long to be... Just like me, I long to be close to you. Just like them, me, it, he sells seashells by the seashore. What is the fuck is going on? I don't know anymore, man. Who knows what's going on? This was... <laughs> Sick. Um... Listen, I don't know what happened just now. This is the nattering of a man into oblivion. And I wanted to let you know that this was just me. There's nobody else in the room here. Um, it's just been me. I've been here on my own in a, in a cube, drifting in space and time. And maybe that's all we can hope for. Because William Shatner was Captain... Kirk and everyone liked him and Elon Musk said it would be funny or NASA or somebody thought it would be funny that the guy who played the space guy should go up to space and he was cool with it so he went to space and he came back down and he was not happy he was sad he was immensely saddened by the emptiness of space and it's dark nothingness because nothing's <laughs> nothing's up there there's nothing up there people want to go to the moon Elon Musk wants to go to the moon and Mars, and all these planets, and they think they'll get there, and there'll be, like, a Burger King there, and there'll be guys there, and they'll be chilling out on the planet, and they'll be like, hey, how come it took you guys so long to get here? Why didn't, why didn't, we were here the whole time, we tried to phone, but uh, the signal wasn't good, we tried EE, EE, we got this sick ad for EE by Kevin Bacon, where there was a snake coming in the room, and, <laughs> and we were like, fuck, dude, I need some of that. So we got EE, but we're on fucking Venus. So EE doesn't, turns out EE doesn't work as far as Venus. So we got Vodafone with Virgin. We got uh, Virgin Atlantic with Richard Branson. But then we found out he went to Epstein's Island a couple times. So we had to cancel that quick. So then we tried O2, and, but uh, I got pre-sale tickets for doja cat with them but i couldn't couldn't connect to you guys so we've just been here chilling the whole time and uh good thing you came by you guys want beer we <laughs> we have bud light it's got a trans alien on it you don't know what species it is but we know that the alien is trans but then we don't get news so you guys don't like beer with trans people on it but the beer isn't trans you guys get the you guys get the beer isn't trans right you get the the, the can has a trans person on it but the beer inside isn't trans. The beer is just beer. The beer is something that you drink and you're like, oh, I should probably have 12 of these and consider why I feel stronger and faster and smarter and how I can do anything and talk to anyone and feel like maybe life isn't so bad, but the beer isn't gay. The, 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 the aliens are still saying this, by the way. This isn't just me rambling. This is the alien going, the, the, the beer isn't gay. Like... People got mad. People, guys were throwing it on the ground. Now this is me talking. The alien thing has run its course. You get the point. There's nothing out there. If you want to go to space, there's just an empty blackness. Like, there's, you're not going to find, like, your Uncle Fred isn't out there. Your Uncle Fred's down here with the rest of us. And climate change is going to end everything. So don't waste your money going to 10 billion go to space. Buy your whole village a pair of flippers because it's going to get so hot that everyone 
all the crops die and then shit's gonna rise and then you're gonna be watching Love Island and you're only gonna make it halfway through because the TV's gonna short out because it's plugged in the wall and the wall plug is on the ground and the ground is underwater and you and you you're flippering so hard because you don't want to miss that one Cadbury's advert where the gorilla plays the drums because you you're like having swimming all day in my living room and people are saying that shit isn't good and I'm trying not to let them get me down so you'll you'll put on iHeartRadio and listen to uh who's on iHeartRadio I Spice I know who I Spice is you assholes I bet all of you who knew, <laughs> anybody who knows me was probably thinking you don't fucking know who I Spice is you loser I know who I Spice is I Spice with my little ice something beginning with global warming and it's coming, and it's going to heat up the planet, and we're going to have a 50-degree summer. And everyone in Africa will be roasted alive, but we'll be fine, probably, for like a couple more years after that. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I'm not a nihilist or anything. I don't want to make fun of people about anything. I do, actually. I make fun of people all the time. Because I do comedy. That's what I do. I don't mean anything. I'm not a cruel fella. If I was evil, I'd let you know. I would assuredly let you know. But, uh, yeah, do you think... A funny thing that I was thinking was... Yeah, good one, dumbass. Thanks for framing it like that. A funny thing I was thinking. Just fucking say the thing, you stupid idiot moron, loser, fucking dumbass. Jesus Christ, you're an idiot. Fucking God damn it. Anyway, do you think if... What if somebody, say, somebody bought as a nuclear holocaust method of survival, they bought cornflakes and the rooster on the cornflakes, they're eating it. And it's like seven years from now and the guy in America, the guy who was like, remember that time I smashed those, I I went to my local supermarket and I, remember when I went to 7-Eleven, remember when I went to uh, Big Boy's Corner Store for men who shoot guns and do all kinds of stuff like that. Remember when I went to the shop and I didn't buy the beer, but I went and smashed the beer on the ground over and over again and I got my friend Rick to film it and we put it online and we were like this is going to be the end of you Bud Light well what if he's eating cornflakes and then they he goes on tiktok.com dot net forward slash ice bedding videos and he he's eating the cornflakes and then a guy says hey the corn the corn <laughs> the cornflakes rooster is gay now and he's like what and he's got the cornflakes in his mouth and there's milk dripping out of his mouth and he's he's just bewildered and he's fucking scared he's so scared because the world he grew up in is changing it's evolving and the things he came to know as truth are the 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 laws he understood are more malleable than he could ever have dreamt as a child and he learns that the cornflakes rooster is gay now the cornflakes rooster is gay but Nothing changed. He doesn't. He doesn't wear a funny hat or nothing. They didn't have to rebrand it, but they're just letting him know that the cornflakes rooster is gay and he's happy and he's living life and just like everybody else is. He's just getting on with it. He's not putting it in anyone's face. And the guy, he's probably getting so fucking beat red in his face. He's so mad. He's got cornflakes in his mouth. He's spitting out the cornflakes and he's swatting the cornflake box on the ground and he's he's falling to his knees. And he's screaming, God, why, God, why have you done this to me? I believe in a free America. I believe in a future that matters to people. And I want my kids to grow up believing that things matter. And, and that I have a point and that my I matter and that I lived and that my legacy matters. And 
and I just wanted to eat cornflakes, and you made them gay, and the, and 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 and, and what the hell's going? And he starts weeping, and he's he can't form sense anymore. He's in shock, and he's in a ball, and he's crying. He's shaking in his fucking quaking in his little boots because he doesn't know anymore. He doesn't know what life is about. When he was young, he just he just wanted to rock out and have a good time and maybe meet a nice girl and settle down. And he did, and he had kids and a family, and he's got a future. And now the cornflakes rooster sucks cock, <laughs> and he's he's fucking losing it, bro. He doesn't know what to do. Oh, oh, He's screaming. He's he's going. God, why? Why, God, why? Oh, I'm gonna peek the mic. I'm gonna. Go, oh! And then, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's what I do all day. I perceive things that don't matter and wonder if it's worth it anymore. But it's totally worth it. Life rules. Life is good. Live. Be alive. Have fun with people. Talk to people. Tell stories. I have an MFA and a BA honours in storytelling, essentially, which means nothing to Rishi Sunak. But it means a lot to me, because I bet I laugh more than Rishi Sunak does. And Rishi Sunak probably bathes in money a lot more than I do and pretends that people like him but that's the way the cookie crumbles remember that movie Bruce Almighty Heaven Almighty remember the 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 scene <laughs> remember that one funny scene where he's he's looking at the camera and then he makes him go oh, rubble rubble remember that movie I think I saw that no I didn't see that in the theatre I think uh uh fuck anyway i think i've been doing this for an hour and that's sick that's so sick that i can keep going like this for an hour and then one day i'll have a netflix special and they'll be going how can he do it how can he go for an hour and not lose his mind and they'll be like no we listened to the pod and he has definitely lost his mind but he can hide it a little bit like when he talks to normal people they don't know they don't know they might know if they listen to the pod, but they don't know. The pod. Did you ever heard of the healing power of laughter? This is for all those fans of the pod out there. The fans of the Lost episodes, I was talking to Gem about that earlier, is that there are four episodes that we did that were not recorded. They went out live and people heard them, and they're like the golden ticket. They're like if Jimi Hendrix did an album in old Putney at a pub and three people were there. And it was the best show he ever did. And they'll remember. People won't know, but those three people will go to their graves thinking, fuck, I saw Jimmy wail on a strap just for me. God, I miss being young. (laughs) Sick. Right, okay. Um, It's been good talking to everybody. If you made it this far, tell me. But only tell me if you made it this far, because I don't care otherwise. And if you made it this far, we can hang out. We can party. Not too hard, though, because I don't do that anymore. I don't drink that much anymore. So I'm I'm sad all the time. No, I'm actually much happier because I don't drink all the time. I think a lot quicker. I'm not just a soundboard of stuff that people expect me to say. Like, yes, and (laughs) all the other stuff. (laughs) Okay. This has been me, and just me, on my own. Thanks for the boys in the room who aren't actually here, who I lied to you about, because... I have high-functioning psychosis, and uh, I'm diagnosed, and it kicks ass. I don't tell people about that a lot, but 
if you made it this far, give me the secret handshake, but none of that white supremacy secret handshake shit. Just, just say hello, just like a normal guy, because I've worked at a comedy club for eight months, and there are lots of people who aren't normal who come in and see comedy. I've uh, People come in and threaten to stab you, and also I met some Nazis, and they were not cool, but I'll, <laughs> I'll maybe talk to you about that before. I don't want to ruin those stories, because this is just a warm-up pod, but I'm going to do... I'm saving that. That's good shit. I want to talk to Jem about it, and Jem will be here probably. Not here in person because I don't trust him enough to be in my house. He's probably going to be I don't know somewhere dead probably soon because he doesn't plan ahead. I just talked to him and he was on a train and he forgot to buy a ticket and he got on the train and the guy shouted at him and he was like I did buy the ticket but he forgot. And uh, that's how working with Jem is because he's a dumbass. But anyway. Listen, all you fans out there, write in. If you want to be on the pod, let me know. If you want to talk about anything, I can talk about anything forever. Because I'm God. And Satan. And the devil. And uh, I'm Gore Vidal. And I'm the ghost of Nancy Reagan. And all those other things that people don't talk about. But yeah, if you want to be on and talk, it's... uh, If you talk to me before, (laughs) this is basically how it goes. Maybe a little bit more relaxed. But let me know. If you want to comment on the pod write in but you have to write in by post because doing it online is too easy so I'll only read it if it's handwritten if you write a letter and hand it in and uh, if you write me a letter I'll write you back because I was raised to respect people like that and I don't want to be disrespectful to people if you write me a letter I'll write you back because it's the common decent thing to do and it's funny because <laughs> okay This is me signing off. Uh, When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a racist. So many people in the audience, I hope none of you.